Hello, and welcome back to the Women's Soccer Podcast. I am your host, LDG, and in today's episode, episode 17, we will be going over the Women's Soccer Awards given out last night at the ESPYs in California, alongside with part two of ESPN FC's Women's Rank, the top top 50 best women's footballers in the world today. Um, Yeah, so that's what we're doing, right? In this episode, we're going to go over part two. So this is a 50-player list. We went from 50 to 26 in our last episode that we did with the with these data points. And we did... So if you haven't watched um, that episode, it was episode 12, where we went over the ESPN's Best Women's Players of the Year, part one, from 50 to 26. This episode, we're going to go from 25 to 21. So... If you haven't done that, please watch last episode. Before we get into the episode, I'd like to remind everyone to drop a five-star review down below and write a women's soccer-related question because we're doing a very um, detailed Q&A coming up very soon on the podcast. Also, as a reminder, please remember to follow us on our Instagram account at the Women's Soccer Podcast. It is a very big help, and I appreciate all of your support so far with the podcast. Thanks so much, and let's get back into the episode. Okay, so at the ESPYs last night, um, Trittany Rodman was the first person mentioned. She didn't end up winning the Breakthrough Athlete Award. Eileen Gu won it, the um, Olympic gold medalist, but she did get nominated, so congratulations to Trittany. She got six goals and six assists last year for the Washington Spirit, an exceptional forward, very pacey. I assume that we'll be seeing her on that stage winning more titles, like what the one that Ashley Hatch won, which is NWSL Player of the Year. Congratulations to Ashley. She won the Golden Boot last year, so it makes sense that she was nominated and she won. Megan Rapino also made a few appearances at the ESPYs last night after winning the Most Clutch Play Award due to her goal from a corner kick in Olympico in the bronze medal match against Australia. And she was also featured in a Title IX segment where we went over every, well, 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 where the women of at the athletics world went over how important Title IX has been. And Megan Rapino in her speech, clearly mentioned the importance of bringing Brittany Griner home. And I would just like to say on behalf of the whole Women's Soccer podcast, we stand with Brittany Griner and we want her home in the United States of America. Okay, so with that, lastly, congratulations to Trittany, Ashley, and Megan for their, for their, um, for getting, uh, elected to be part of those um, lists and nominated and also for Ashley and Megan to win them. But as I said, Trittany will definitely be winning some of those awards in the future. Only 19 years old, so the future is very bright for her. Moving on to the ESPN list. So we left off with 26, as I said. So remember, don't listen to this unless you've listened to our previous episode, including the list. Although it doesn't really matter. They don't really build on each other that much. Oh, you may hear me reference some of the players in the lo- from the last episode. So just a warning, and there might be a spoiler alert. So we ended off with 26, which was Chelsea and Canadian center back Kadisha Buchanan. Now we're moving on to 25, Ji So Young. 
She's a, a South Korean international who just transferred from Chelsea to Suwon FC. She's 31 years old. She plays midfield, and she was ranked 18th in 2021 rankings. The news that G was leaving Chelsea to return home was met with disappointment from fans across the Women's Super League. While you might not have wanted to see her dancing for your side's defense, watching G was always an absolute pleasure. A midfield maestro, she was often pulling the strings to make sure the Chelsea machine hummed in its perfect rhythm. Overlooked at many a times for how just how good she is, she has given Chelsea eight years of her eight of her best years. Emma Hayes said, has even said if it was in her control, she would give her ma- magician a statue. She has helped Chelsea to each of their 11 major trophies during the WSL ever. And while Aaron Cuthbert is seen as a worthy future to their midfield, it's hard to see how they won't miss G this coming season. Kathleen McNam. Yeah, Ji Seo-yeon is a the cap, um, a very big player for South Korea alongside Cho Seo-yeon, who also used to play for West Ham United. She plays now for Spurs in the WSL. But I think that Ji Seo-yeon was just one of those players that everyone loved to watch. And it is disappointing to kind of see that her career, you know, at the highest level of football is coming to an end. But best of luck to her and also best of luck to Suwon FC who's in a very um a league that's rising so at 24 we have Spanish and Barcelona 24 year old midfielder Patri Gujara who was not ranked last year Gujara is perhaps the most underrated midfield player in Barcelona's side, although recognition for her importance is growing. At the base of the midfield, her first task is to break up play and start attacks. But she has an excellent eye for a pass and is increasingly contributing in the final third. She almost scored the the goal of the season in the Champions League final, hitting the bar from the halfway line. Patrick Uharo is one of those players that even when you watch her play, and again, like uh, when they're when the Spain are getting outplayed or Barcelona is getting outplayed, she just keeps on going the whole game. And she's really one of those players that's so magical to watch. I mean, she almost scored from 50 yards out, which was incredible. And that would have changed the game. And that just shows you the player she is. She really just doesn't give up. And she is such a important player for the Barcelona and Spanish side. Moving on to 23, which is the Swedish and... Arsenal forward, the 26-year-old Stina Blackstinius was not ranked last year, but after transferring from BK Hacken, she has established herself in the Women's Super League. Arsenal managed to see off several comp- competitors to the signing of Blackstinius in January as they brought her to the WSL on a free transfer from Sweden's BK Hacken. The Swedish striker has since formed a seamless partnership with Viviana Miedema up front to establish themselves as one of the most ruthless duos in world club football. She arrived at Arsenal at the turn of the year, having finished top scorer in the Swedish top flight with 17 and 21 last term. The Arsenal boss, Jonas Eudeveld, was delighted to secure what he labeled a world-class talent, and it's clear to see why from her exploits for Seed Sweden. She was integral to their silver medals at Rio 2016 and Tokyo 2020, where in Japan she scored two key goals against the U.S. women's national team and one against Canada in the final. She has garnered a reputation 
for being able to break through high-pressing defenses through her trick, own tricky and deft footwork. Fans of Sweden Arsenal will be hugely thankful she ended up following her football dreams instead of pursuing a career in handball, a sport she was equally adept at playing and played until she was six, 17 years old. Stina Blaxenius is one of those players that you see in the Women's Euros this summer. She's hasn't really gotten to the form that you'd expect of her yet, but every single game she keeps on going, keeps on going, keeps on pushing, and I really think that Sweden, and I said in my Women's Euros preview episode, I think Sweden are going to win the whole Women's Euros. They've been not playing their best so far, as good as I think a lot of people expected them to, but they are still one of the best teams in the world, at least in my eyes. Moving on to 22, which is American and Olympic Leonay midfielder, the 28-year-old Lindsay Hran. She dropped, she moves up actually one spot after being ranked 23 last season. With a game as well-rounded as Hran's, it can sometimes feel insignificant insufficient to label her as a mere box-to-box midfielder. She's a ball winner, transition stopper, goal scorer, chance creator, and tough tackler all rolled into one. That can sometimes be a blessing and a curse. When her team isn't clicking, she can try to do everything herself, particularly because she can do it everything herself. But since arriving in France in January, she's often been the glue to the midfield the glue to keep the midfield intact so that Leonay's other star players can go for it. Number 21 is another pl- player that I believe is amazing, but Lindsay Horan is just such a special player, and I really think that from watching her ever since I was younger, you know, she's on- still only 28 years old. I could see her getting in another two, three World Cups, but... I just think that she's one of those players that is golden for the U.S. Women's National Team in the midfield, you know. She really can just move the ball, push it up the field beautifully, and she's one of those players that the U.S. Women's National Team is going to be needing at their top form next year at the Women's World Cup due to the injury crisis that they are facing. Nextly, as I said, we have Brazilian and North Carolina Courage forward Dabinha. The 30-year-old was... 10 last year and she dropped all the way to 21 but Dabinia does it all scary skills fancy footwork dizzling dribbling the brazilian forward added another mvp award to her list of achievements this time in this this spring's nwsl challenge cup where she notched a five match scoring streak along the way to helping the north carolina courage to their first title in the competition there's no rest for the 30 year old who has logged a total of 5226 minutes over the course of her international career that has seen her capped 119 times six most in brazil's history dabinia is like one of those players in the nwsl that you can prepare to play against but you you can make all the preparations you want, but you're not going to stop her. She just does what she wants. She isn't the most unpredictable player, but she has so many different skills in her pocket that, you know, she can kind of bring you one way, bring you the other. And she is um, equally adept at both feet, and she's one of the most scary players to play against, I think, for any NWSL defender would probably agree with me saying that, but any women's Super League defender would also agree with me saying that number 20, which is England and Arsenal forward Beth Mead, is also very scary to play against. The 27-year-old was not ranked in 2021, but, you know, after her form this year, she might have shown why she should have been. Mead has had a turbulent 12 months. She suffered the brutal disappointment of missing out a spot on Team GB's Olympic T20 
team, but channeled that into playing some of her best football to date for Arsenal and England across the 2021-22 campaign. She was bizarrely left off the PFA Player of the Year shortlist despite finishing the season with eight of fists, the joint most in the Women's Super League, and 14 goals in the league for Arsenal, but she did scoop the club's Player of the Season award. No mean feat when you have Vivian and Miedema for a teammate. Mead can play in any of the front three positions and is equally adept from long distance as long as she is in the six-yard box. Her packed highlight reel includes some stunning free kicks and long-range strikes, like her thunderbolt against Aston Villa in May. But keep it up an eye out for her more nauseated work. She has the ability to pluck out teammates with perfectly weighted seating crosses, while she can also cause defenses to backpedal with her many runs that usually end up with an unstoppable shot to the far post. Yet yeah, Beth Mead is a very talented player who's been playing for England for a while. She's never really gotten her chance in a starting 11, but you know, with her performances here at the Women's Euros already cementing herself with five goals, I think she's going to be a starter for the long time to come. Let's move on now to our next ranking spot, which is number 19, the United States midfielder who plays for Elaine Rose Lavelle. Lavelle may just be 27 years old, but she is, like, just so beyond her years. I mean, she has dropped four spots, but let's, you know... Let's hear a little more about her. Lavelle has slipped four spots from last year's list, but she's arguably playing better soccer now. That's because in England's Women's Super League, she was often played out of her best central position. She left Man City shortly after last year's list was announced to head City's side for OL Reign, where coach Laura Harvey has been giving her freedom to find and impact the game. Lavelle will probably go down as in the U.S. Women's National Team's history as one of the most creative number 10s the team has ever had. And her ability to unlock defenses has made her one of the NWSL's top-ranked players in chances creative and passing completion in the final third. Perhaps surprisingly, she is among the top NWSL players in ball recovery and tackles, just showing you how complete her game is on both sides of the ball. Lavelle is one of those players that just, like, she does so much of the dirty work, even though technically she doesn't really have to. And if she didn't want to, I bet you a lot of people would be, like, really fine with that. But that just shows the person she is on and off the field. I mean, obviously I'm not, I don't know her personally, but you can tell her personality on the field. She's so serious, so invested in the game, and you can tell that by the way that she studies clearly very hard if she knows how to master all these ball, ball moves and her ball handling skills are just magnificent when you watch her play every single time she touches the ball it's like your eyes are lighting up N- number 18 is spanish and barcelona midfielder defend well midfielder and defender you could say irene paredes she's mostly a defender 30 year old but she was not ranked last year for being in either position Paredes joined Barca's treble-winning side from Paris Saint-Germain last summer and has looked effortlessly at home from day one. Such a calm presence on the ball, she perfectly complements her partner at the back, the more visually energetic Mappy Leon. Unfortunately, Paredes picked the Champions League final to have a rare day off in, in what was otherwise an impeccable first season in Catalonia. Paredes, I feel like, just got really unlucky in that final. She just kind of looked out of shape 
almost lost, I guess. Like, she could have been the difference if she had had one of her better days in that final, but, you know. Granted, she played amazing in the women's Zeros. Like, you could tell her leadership was there, you know. that She was really, this whole Spanish side just kind of felt lost. But moving on to some we mentioned in our last paragraph, the Barcelona and Spanish defender, Mappy Leon, the 27-year-old, was also not ranked in 2021. If you allow yourself to blink, Leon will take the ball off of you. She is an aggressive defender who plays on the left front foot, leaping forward at any chance to intercept passes and pressure attackers. She has been at Barcelona for five years now and has played an important role in three successive league titles while also helping the Blaringia reach back-to-back Champions League finals. Mappy Leon's like picture-perfect almost crosses, or through balls, I guess you could say, up the pitch are so sublime. It just kind of helps keep the whole Barcelona team in check, and without her, I don't know where this team would be. Number 16 is England and Man City forward Lauren Hemp. The 21-year-old was also not ranked in 2021. Hemp will be one of the stars of the Euros this summer. Ideally suited to play off the left wing, you can imagine her causing all sorts of difficulty for the opponent's right back as she weaves through her the defense. She scooped the PFA Young, Young Player of the Year award in June, making it a record fourth triumph in five years for the Man City star. She chipped in with 21 goals and 10 assists for Man City last season and made the PFA WSL Team of the Year for the past two seasons. For a classic cup moment, look no further than the goal she scored in the FA Cup final in May. She collected the ball off the left of Chelsea's box, cut inside past her England teammate Millie Bright, and floated a delightful shot over Anne Katchenberger's head and into the far post. It was outstanding, and at all levels that at just 21 years old. Lauren is a top player. She knows she's taken her game to really high levels, said Man City manager Gareth Taylor in April. What she brings with the ball is fantastic. She's got high energy, and we're always looking to help her with decision-making. Lauren Hemp is one of those left-footed, like, wonderful players. She's There's not many women's footballers that are super adept at, like, both the left foot and the right foot, and obviously she is left-footed but her right foot honestly and you saw that in that goal that she scored is not even like a weak foot I would say yes it may be considered a weak foot but like she's so good that you don't you can't even tell which is her main foot which is incredible number 15 is Dutch and PSG forward Lege Mertens the 29 year old was ranked 28 this year so she moved all the way up to 15 if not for a series of injuries, Martins was on her way to another silverware-laden season. The hamstring issue that set in May prevented her from being decisive again in the Champions League final. That was about the only competition she didn't win this season in what must otherwise be called sporting perfection, lifting trophies in the Primera División, the Copa de la Reina, and the Supercopa Femenina. Crowned the best player in the world in 2017 after a fabulous European championship, Martins is keen on another continental crown this summer at the Euros, not least because of a new season and a new team await her with a free transfer to PSG completed. 
Martins is another really skillful player. I mean, all these players at the top, there's nothing really different to say about them. Like, they're all so skillful. They're, it's kind of undescribable in words almost. So I might just start banging through some of these because I feel like the text kind of explains, like, all these players are superheroes in their own way, and they've all persevered so much to get to the top level. But Martins, again, one of those players that has helped take the Netherlands international side to the next level, and very excited to see what she does in P- in Paris, but also very more excited to see her playing against Olympic Lyonnais in their derby matches. At number 14, you can find England and Chelsea forward Fran Kirby, the 29-year-old, drops two spots as last year she was ranked 12. Kirby is one of the world's most exciting forwards and capped the 2021-22 season by winning the domestic league and league and cup double with Chelsea. But this year has not been without its challenges. Kirby has been sidelined since February with fatigue, but installing an oxygen tank in her house has helped her recover and she has been named in the England squad for this summer's this summer's home Euros and will be one of their key players as they look to secure a home triumph. She is ruthless up top, equally adept on the flanks or through the middle. Kirby has formed a brilliant partnership with Sam Kerr at Chelsea and finished the WSL season with the best rate of assists per 90 minutes with 0.63 and the third overall for goals and assists per 90 with 1.26. She has overcome an immense amount of adversity in her life, which is to her internal credit, and that fire helps her continue to push the standards on and off the pitch. Kirby is a great attacking midfielder, so clinical in front of goal, beautiful passes, just a wonderful player. Number 13, Swedish and Chelsea centre-back Magdalena Eriksson. The 28-year-old defender moves up almost, well, 21 spots after last year being ranked 34. Maybe it says something that Eriksson spent three months on the sidelines last season with an ankle injury, yet still managed to climb 21 places from last year's ranks. Now, the second highest defender on the list after Lyonnais dominating captain Wendy Renard. Both were named in the FIFA Pro Women's World starting 11 in January and stand as the most feared defenders in women's football. Ericsson's task this summer is to take Sweden, who have won back-to-back Olympic silver medals, all the way to the Women's Euros title. Ericsson, as you can see in the documentary of Chelsea, is just a a clear leader. And even in the matches, you can hear her. She's loud. She's pumped up. She's fired up. And she and Pernod Harder are not just a great couple on on and off the field they work really well together on the field as you can see with Ericsson's beautiful balls up the pitch not just for harder but also for players such as Kirby Kerr and England when she's in at number 12 you have I believe the highest goalie on this list I will check to confirm in Olympic Lyonnais and Chilean defender Christiane Andler Yes, she is the highest goalkeeper on this list. So let's hear a little bit about the 30-year-old and how she got here from being 30 last year in the rankings. Endler was unparalleled between the posts during the Champions League this season, as her side rumped to the title with a 3-1 win over Barcelona in the final. She conceded 7 goals and 10 outings in the competition, added to the 10 clean sheets she recorded in 14 fixtures in the French Division 1 Feminine. Lyonnais won that too. In 
2022 so far, Chile has won three of four matches under Endler's veteran guidance and will hope to continue that as they contend at the Copa America Feminil this month in July. Yeah, Endler is, I believe, the best women's goalie in the world. She has such a good vision up the pitch, and when she gets a ball, you can just expect her to punt it all the way up the field and turn it into a goal. So let's move on now to number 11. Number 11 is the woman, the myth, the legend, Ada Hegeberg. The Norwegian and Olympic Leonay forward was not ranked last season, but the 26-year-old has come back very strong from her ACL injury. When Hegebird ruptured her ACL in January 2020, no one could have expected that it would have been the start of a 21-month absence from the sport for one of the undisputed stars of the game. With her ACL recovery hampered by the COVID-19 pandemic, the attacker was dealt with another blow when she fractured her tibia not long after returning to training. For any player, even when at their peak, no one quite... no, no no one knows quite to expect when they return from such a pro- prolonged absence, but Hegeberg fell, fast fell back into the step with Leonay, and by November, she was back on the score sheet. The goals began to flow as she found the rhythms and rekindled the partnerships with her teammates. The, her goal in the Champions League final, a per, per demonstration of her ability in the box. The time out of the game also gave Hegeberg a time to reflect, and after more than four years of declining national team call-ups, she returned to the Norway fold with the assurance that the country FA was addressing her concerns that women in Norway did not receive the same opportunities as male players. Just like Leonide, the driven attacker fast found the back of the net with her national team, scoring a hat-trick on her return. Hegerberg is my favorite forward to watch in the French Women's League. She has such skill, such pace, such power. She's just one of the most driven players, and I think you could do the like last season you might have had the debate um Kerr versus Hermoso versus um Hegeberg like who would win the Champions League but obviously now every a lot is changing you know Hegeberg is now secured herself back in the league Hermoso in is moved to Mexico to for Pachuca and although Sam Kerr may be wearing the Chelsea kit on the front of the cover of the um new FIFA 23 game coming out soon. There's speculation of her returning perhaps to the NWSL or perhaps maybe to another European team. I find that highly unlikely, but you know, who knows? We'll see. The transfer window always has chaos. But number nine is Spanish and Barcelona midfielder Anita Bomati. The 24-year-old was not also not ranked last year. Bomati is a t- typical Barcelona midfielder. What she lacks is in size, she makes up for in technique. She can twist her way out of anything, and her link-up play with fellow midfielders Puteos and Guharo is perhaps the best thing about this Barcelona side when they are on song. The one-touch passing, positioning, and movement has bamboozled some of the best teams in the game this season, including Arsenal and Wolfsburg. If that wasn't enough, Bomati has a chir- been heard in the final third as well. Across the Premier Division and the Champions League, she scored 17 goals this season, in addition to providing six assists. Bomati kind of reminds me of like a Chavi, someone who's obviously very far below the average age of a fo- the footballers and their gender, but just works so hard to persevere and make sure that they make, like, the best of their career even if they don't have like the most size and she's now became one of the biggest 
players in women's football from like literally nowhere after moving to Barcelona, you know, starting 11 from being more of a non-impact player on the bench. She's one of my favorite players to watch, and I really think that she's the player for the future in the midfield of women's football. Next, let's move on to number eight, who we mentioned earlier, the Spanish and Pachua forward, Jenny Hermoso. The 32-year-old has moved up nine spots after being ranked 17 last year. Even in failing to match the goal-scoring feats that propelled Barcelona to a treble and a first-ever Champions League triumph in 2020-21, Hermoso's numbers in the past 12 months would still be an envy of many players. She netted 16 times as Barcelona won the league unbeaten and added another five as they reached a Champions League final. Final, losing to Leonette. However, after scoring thir- 37 times in those two competitions, it felt like a step back for Barcelona's record goal scorer. The Spanish striker, who has evolved into more of a number 10 than a number 9, faces a new adventure in Mexico. After her contract with Barcelona expired this month, she signed with Liga MX Femenino outfit Pachuca as a free agent. Um, Hermoso is a very special player because she really shows, like, how hard being a striker slash a playmaker can be, but, like, she perfects, you know what I mean? Like, she is the biggest and arguably one of the best playmakers and one of the more modern number nine players. You'll see someone who drops back a little more instead of just getting up the pitch and kind of just standing there. She really involves herself in the match. And that's something special to her. Number seven is French and Paris Saint-Germain forward Marie-Annette Cototo. The 23-year-old was ranked 19 last year. She has moved up 12 spots since. At the start of February, at the age of 23, Cototo surpassed Marie-Laure Daly to become Paris Saint-Germain's all-time leading goal scorer with 132 goals and 148 matches. This is possibly all anyone needs to know to know to understand the sheer depth of her ability in front of goal, the rangy striker all but built to score. With a vi- understanding of when to, t- when to time her runs, where to make her decisive moves, and how to get the best of how to get the best of the better of her opposition, there is a touch of ease to that Kototo does. A natural ability that is once effective and entertaining. Eyes, eyebrows were raised when Karine Diak opted to leave the striker, then 20, out of France's squad for their home World Cup. However, Cototo has been rarely absent since, with the attacker with 24 goals and 28 caps for Les Blues. Cototo, another special player. I mean, this French league has so many talents. If you look at the top 10, many of them are French, and none of them are from the NWSL. All of them are from... Europe, which may be surprising to some people, but I don't think it is because Europe, the women's football club has just exploded this year and this is kind of what they've deserved, I guess. Like, this is it, you know? Okay, so number six is fellow um, French League player in Olympic Lyonnais and American midfielder Katarina Macario. A 22-year-old was not ranked last year, but after missing out of on last year's list entirely, Macario skyrockets to debut at number six following a sensational season for club and country. She has been hailed as the future of the U.S. women's national team, but it looks like the future is here. At least once Macario recovers from an ACL injury she suffered in early June, which will likely 
keep her sidelined for several months. In her first full season in France's top flight, she was Lyonnais' top goal scorer, winning 23 goals in 35 matches across all competitions, including 9 goals and 2 assists in the Champions League. For the U.S., she's also found herself breakthrough, leading the generational shift that saw the U.S. Women's National Team win the Shea Believes Cup. U.S. Women's National Team coach Alako Andronski, also a voter on the panel, has made it clear that team building will be around Macario's talent, which means she can feature in the midfield or up top and play a key role as a play, key role. Macario is, in my opinion, the best young prospect in women's football when it comes to the fact that she can do so much. She can be your go-to number six midfielder if you need her to and play very deep, or she can get up the field and play as a number nine, a number ten, a winger. She can do it all. So let's now move on to number five, which is Chelsea and Danish forward Pernilla Harder. Pernilla Harder may have not advanced her team at the Euros, but let's see what we have here from ESPN. A knee injury meant that we perhaps didn't see as much of Harder as we would have liked this season, but she was in excellent form when she was on the pitch, especially towards the end of the campaign when Chelsea needed her the most. She has dropped one place since last year, but if anything, her form has improved as she has settled into her role at Chelsea. Her goal against Man United in September is one of the best examples of this. She went on a solo run down the wing from the halfway line and chipped the ball perfectly over Mary Herbs' head. Rivals will be worried about as the two-time UEFA Women's Player of the Year is still getting better and better. It was disappointing not to get to see her more in the ch- of her in the Champions League, a competition in which she has flourished in. As for Chelsea, as f- after Chelsea crashed out in the group stage, and had she had that opportunity, she could have been ranked higher. Yeah, P- Chelsea had a pretty bad season when it comes to Champions League football. It was not what they expect from their side and like I think Harder honestly could have been ranked lower someone like a Macario at a breakout year and although she did get injured she only like she played every all the season like she didn't miss any of the season so my opinion a little bit of a mistake from ESPN to rank her that high but she is that good it's one of those harder things like when she was playing she was so good but when she was out you know you kind of have to take points off for that Okay, let's move on to number four, which is Barcelona and Norwegian midfielder Caroline Gramhansen. The Norwegian midfielder moves up five spots this year. I shoot last year, the 27 year old was ranked ninth. Graham Hansen was bizarrely omitted from all the major individual awards throughout last season, but she climbs to the fourth in ESPN's rankings after another superb campaign at Barcelona. Most of the goals scored by Apoteas and Cole would not have been possible without the deft work of Graham Hansen on the right. The Norwegian winger finds to go inside, and before you know it, she's gone outside, reaching the byline and pulling the ball back for a teammate. She also has goals in her repertoire. Check out the one she scored against Wolfsburg in the Champions League semifinal. And her division making is usually second to none. I'd I'd, by her fascinating fascination with chess. She set up 13 goals in the Premier Division, more than anyone else, and another four in Europe. The fact that Barca has won nine of possible 12 trophies since she joined 2019 demonstrates her talent. Yeah, Hansen's really good. I think, like, that's no question. She deserves to be fourth. The real question, though, is who's the top three? I think it should be Miedema, Kerr, 
and Puteos, but I would do Midima, then Kerr. No, sorry, Midima, then Puteos, then Kerr, but let's see. I've looked at these before briefly to get a little preparation, but I don't remember everything. I do remember who's first, but I don't remember everything. So number three was Viviana Midima. The Dutch and Arsenal forward was ranked three last year as well, and so the 25-year-old has not moved up at all. It is impossible to not include Minima in the list of best strikers who ever lived. In June, she became the first player to be involved in 100 goals in the FA Women's Super League. And in addition to having a goal-scoring record that almost no one on earth can even come close to, she could also be more selfish as she averages an assist every two games. Midema is like is like a reliable machine that rarely falters. She remained loyal to Arsenal despite the fact that trophies are growing concentrated at clubs like Barcelona, Lyonnais, and Chelsea, but silverware at North London appears to be worth more to her. She is increasingly aware of her colossal influence in the world, using her platform to call attention for mental health. Yeah, Midema, special striker doesn't just show her mark on games through goals, as the article states, many assists, but it looks like number two, the other London superstar striker, Sam Kerr, outbested her this year. The 28-year-olds not move up, but you know, you can't really move up much at number two. Just when it feels like there is nothing left to write about Kerr, the Australian striker finds new levels and new ways to astound fans and best defenses. Her tw- the 2021-22 season was one of the great personal success, sprink with team success. Instagram resembled the digital trophy case, with photos af- after photo of FA Cups, league titles, and a- of the player of the season awards. She became... Australia's all-time leading goal scorer in what was an otherwise disappointing Asian Cup for the Matildas, while continuing to add to her Golden Boot collection in Clubland. Curry be built on what was already an impressive first full campaign in Chelsea Blue, continues to find goals, make assists, and treble defenders, but this season she has showed off her taste for flair and drama. Curry's amazing, like literally amazing i can't even say more about that then like is there ever going to be a better striker to play male or female football than sam Kerr? like whenever you think you've seen the best thing she's ever done she's like oh no 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 no, i have more and it's 10 times better and she like chips the ball to the far post from 40 30 40 yards and it's like she's like she's person as a player it just like shocks me how good she is like if you're that good don't wouldn't you like feel more of a I don't know it just kind of replaces the fact of she's the best Australian striker of all time and probably one of the best women's football strikers of all time and she might never be talked number one Ballon d'Or winner, you know who it is. I don't even have to tell you who it is, but I will. Spanish and Barcelona midfielder Alexia Puteas. Arguably the best player in football, but let's hear what ESPN has to say. Puteas follows up winning the Ballon d'Or and being named the 
best FIFA women's player by topping ESPN's ranking. She not only leads Barcelona on the pitch, but is also the image of the team. Her, it is her face that has replaced Lionel Messi's on advertising boards across the city. It is her name that young girls wore on their shirts as Barcelona broke the attendance record in women's football not once, but twice this season. This is a consequence of her hard work. She has grown with Barcelona for the past decade, helping them win another free treat trophies this season. A Champions League defeat to Lyonnais will fuel her to go one better next year. And appearing in all the big moments, she scored in both of the Camp Nou sellouts against Real Madrid and Wolfsburg and grabbed the goal that almost kick-started a comeback against Lyonnais. She scored in a competition all high 11 Champions League goals and 18 in the league, all from midfield. Unfortunately, Puteas did tour her ACL, so we might not be seeing her until the Women's World Cup, if that, which is so disappointing, but incredible, incredible player. A huge loss for women's football for the next, you know, eight, nine, ten months. It stinks that, like, she won't be able to be playing, but, you know, Life is life, and I hope she'll have a good Women's World Cup. Thanks so much for listening to this episode, and remember to follow us on Apple Podcasts and on Instagram at the Women's Soccer Podcast. Thanks so much for listening, and peace out from your host, LDG.